Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday. We begin in Alabama, and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. Happy New Year again. The Music of America podcast continues today. We're in Nebraska still. We're in Aurora, Nebraska. And our guest today is recently retired full-time music man, Todd Guthrie. And we'll talk with Todd in just a moment about what it's like to be retired and going full-time music, even at our age, okay? I was talking to a friend of mine about my brother's couple's workbook called Two Years After Forever. It's sort of a how-to guide to improve your communication skills, which, as anyone knows, in any relationship is crucial. So we spoke a little later in the conversation. I mentioned the book again. I said, two years after forever is the name of that book I told you my brother wrote. And she interrupts me. She goes, oh, wait, your brother's book? I thought you meant a book. You borrowed from your brother. Three little words, my brother's book. Two entirely different interpretations. In two years after forever, there are exercises that help you form better communicative skills to avoid pratfalls like that one. Along with your partner, learning and applying these practices help you get on track again to why, maybe two years ago, you pledged a life together forever. Two Years After Forever, www.twoyearsafterforever.com, available at Amazon today and forever. Todd Guthrie, our guest from Aurora, Nebraska. Todd, I love the buildup I gave you. I hope we can live up to it. I hope so too. I retired about two years ago and I started this, this podcast thing. I actually started this thing last year. I got the idea of it when I bought a house. I started building a studio and what am I going to do with retirement? What can I do with retirement in a studio? And I thought I'll go back to doing voiceover work because I worked in radio for like 10 years. And the more I got thinking about it, I thought, let's do a podcast. What do I want to do a podcast about? And here we are. So you kind of went down a similar trek, right? Did you, uh, you retired well, and decided to make music full-time? Long, long story or the short story? I got the long story, Okay, the long story is this. When I was in my 40s, uh, I worked, well, I'll be back up just a second. I worked in production welding for almost 40 years. A high stress, everything has to be done three days ago. And I found I had an old guitar that I got back after years that was in a, my ex's gra- uh, garage. So I started plinking on it. And that's uh-huh. where it all started. I found out that uh, it relieves my stress. So that's oh. where it, so it was never supposed to be this. It was just having some fun, clearing the mind kind of a thing. Yeah. And uh, it, just, it just went on, bought better equipment, started doing open mics. Uh, did uh, open mic with Dennis Miller in Kearney, Nebraska for Kearney Music Live for like four years straight. Uh, Dennis, Dennis got, Miller, not Dennis Miller, but Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller, yeah. From yeah, not is there a Dennis Dennis Miller or a famous Saturday, one? Saturday Night Live. Oh my God, I didn't realize that. Yeah, no, yeah, he was. This is not Dennis Miller from Saturday Night Live. Okay. Dennis Miller. <laughs> He runs uh, Carney Music Live. Okay. Uh, he gave me, and he really gave me the platform to actually to start off on my musical journey. Okay. That, and then was about seven, eight years ago, I started writing music. 
Really? Yeah. And up until that point that you picked up the guitar, you've had no musical background, no training, no anything? Formal guitar training? No. That's that one. The the sound that you hear that I play is solely me from me. Uh-huh. Uh, I I did in high school, of course, did choir and band and all that stuff. And did what instrument did you play in band? Believe it or not, tuba. So funny. Just watch the Eddie Murphy Christmas movie and his son wants to be a musician and he's a tuba player. And he he makes his point. I'll just say that. He makes his point that he can do this. <laughs> very funny. Very funny. Because I uh, uh oh no, I can't. I was gonna say something. Uh, Taj Mahal. There we go. Taj Mahal okay. had an album came out maybe 15 years ago, and he was featured here in St. Louis at the Big Muddy Blues Festival. I wanted to go see him because I'm a big Taj Mahal fan back in the day. And I bought his new CD to listen to it, and it's a blues CD, but one of the main instruments is a tuba. Amazing. It was so yeah. cool. I'm like, how do you make a tuba work in the blues? He did. <laughs> oh my now I've now I've got to hear that. Yeah. No, were you in marching band? No, I did. Uh, I just it was just concert band is all. Uh -huh. I didn't. didn't wanna, I really didn't want to stomp around and go to all the games and all that. So I opted for just concert band. There's something about the tuba players and the marching bands the way they just turn to turn. They dance yeah. their tubas around. It really gets the whole crowd moving. It's like doing the wave. Oh, wow. you know. <laughs> oh yeah. So did, when did you put the tuba down? Uh, uh, when I entered uh, senior high, okay, and I focused just on I enjoyed singing, so I stayed in the I stayed in choir, yeah, and none of that, none of the fancy stuff, the swing choir, anything else, just straight choir. Did you, do always theater? Did you do any no. musical theater? No, okay, no, I didn't. A lot of us did. You know, we go from choir to a cappella to musical theater. Some of those went on and did madrigals and solo work and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, th those are the people I got to stay away from on this podcast because then the, the 30 to 45 minute podcast goes two and three hours, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. I can see that. So, so you left tuba in senior in high school mm -hmm. and uh, you continue to sing. Did you do like karaoke stuff growing up or, you know, as you get older and all that? Well, of course, back in back in the day, there wasn't a whole lot of karaoke stuff. Now, have I done karaoke in the last number of years? Yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, just to get out, have a beer with friends, mm -hmm. uh, hang out with people you know, do some karaoke, have cut a few jokes. Right. I have done this. It is good because it, between gigs and stuff, um, it's really good because it just kind of keeps you in form. Sure. And so, as far as who would you do? Name name a couple of songs you were your, your go to karaoke songs. Oh my God! Modern Day Bonnie and Clyde, uh, Long Haired Country Boy. Uh, that's that's two that comes off the top of my head. Which yeah. is which I which I know you know which is then it's easier to to do them. Saw this on uh, Facebook the other day. What song comes on the radio where you roll the windows up and crank up the volume and you just belt it out? Is there one? Absolutely, yes. I hate to say this, but In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. That's great. That was one of mine. <laughs> but especially that... Absolutely. I played on a volleyball team when I was living in Vail, Colorado. Our radio station had a 
volleyball team and we played every monday night so when the morning man would sign off he'd get everybody from the team that was still in the office and we'd all get in there and we'd start talking about the game and try and get ourselves ramped up and that was the song that was like our song so we got all this big hype and stuff going on like this and it starts at you know with that just the keyboard i was like i finally told him i said ken we need a better song or need to start with the drum you know the drum clip there because here we're building up all this hype and it goes into this very soft yeah i bet oh yeah <laughs> in the air tonight it's a great great roll up the windows and belt it out though yeah oh yeah oh with, yeah with me with me it's anything by meatloaf anything by meatloaf and uh really? thank, thank god my my windows are up <laughs> you know i never honestly i never was a big meatloaf fan really i i just wasn't um and i grew up during that era i mean yeah. now aerosmith some of the older stones rolling stones stuff like that but i wasn't i can't say i've listened to meatloaf it's it's, it's good but it's just you know was never you know well, I, could even, I could even expand on that it's any jim steinman song because he also wrote total eclipse of the heart he wrote hmm. uh read and weep that uh barry manilow recorded he wrote uh uh, uh making love out of nothing at all by okay. air supply and that's that's just yeah. that's just a fun fun song for me to do too so what do you is it still are they still your two go-tos then long hair country boy and uh modern day it, it is, well, because that's the first two that usually come up come to mind mm -hmm. and it's and i played both of those for the last eight or nine years in in the stuff that i've done do you ever do anything so, obscure such as uh i sang one time and so i was in a cover band and uh we broke up and this guy was losing money. So he had a, he hired a karaoke guy and he said, I need you to come down and sing karaoke. So I went down there, but I sang, um, uh, sweet Madam blue by sticks. Oh my God. He goes, and the guy looked at me, he's like, nobody's ever done sweet man. And, and listen to my voice. All right. And I'm singing yeah. sticks. Right. And I, if I do say so myself, I did a pretty good job. Now, granted, this was several years ago, but, uh, uh, Guy just he he ended up singing along with me at the end of the last part where they're going America America you know and then, so I I'd sing every other America and he would sing every other America so that was kind of fun yeah. but but I've never before that or since then heard anybody do Sweet Madam Blue by Sticks so that's my obscure. I don't even know if, I don't even know if I've ever heard that one no. <laughs> there's another yeah. assignment for you then <laughs> you got all these songs now that I'm gonna have to start looking into there you go. So what is your style? What do you listen to on the radio? Everything. Yeah. Uh, the two go-tos when I'm going somewhere would be classic mile or classic rewind. Uh, of course, you got to throw the Jimmy Buffett channel in there. Mm -hmm. um, Petty stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I listen to country too, but I mean, country today isn't country when I grew up. I mean, the music. Chris so, Stapleton changed. Chris Stapleton changed that, I think, a little bit. Oh, Chris, Chris Stapleton brought George Jones type of soul back to country mm -hmm. music, at least for a short while. But the stuff that surrounds him is still what I call contemporary country, and, and I'll save my commentary about that. <laughs> the person that I tell you, quote, look up to, is Luke Combs, and how he came from absolutely yeah. nothing doing YouTube videos to where he's at today. Mm -hmm. uh 
huge respect for this guy for doing what he did and coming from where he came from. Uh, great music. I mean, I like Luke Combs stuff. It's, yeah. it's great. Luke Combs is, a, is one of those exceptions. You know, he's not, and I don't want to use, I don't, I mean, people that love this music, love this music. I refer to today's country music. Well, I'm going to take country out of it. Today's music is cookie cutter music. Absolutely. It's formulatic. It's like, well, here's this and here's this, here's this. We're going to have to add this, add this, and add this in there. We'll put this pretty face. We'll put this pretty man on here, whatever. We'll put a half-shaven beard on this guy and a half-open shirt and, you know, get him sculpted a little bit, and there we go. Absolutely. I, I, not me. <laughs> I'm not getting a record deal. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I mean, the way I see it is, and I might be wrong, and if I'm wrong, somebody tell me I'm wrong, but the the Waylon Jennings, the the uh, George Joneses, uh, Paycheck, uh, Willie, all those guys, the you know, all those guys, the, yeah, I mean, and but not just them, but the other people too. I mean, the stories that came out of the music, the stories that they lived or they seen, you know, and that's what I see. I, it, so it's a lot of it's a lot of sameness today in music instead of differences there's not so much i don't see yeah. so much in the stories today that i did did yesterday in the yesterdays right so when you write when you sit down to write do you uh are you inspired usually by a song lick that you're you're noodling around on the guitar or do you get inspired by a a thought or a phrase and you write your lyrics and build a song around that or what what is the todd guthrie method I wish I knew. Uh, well, sometimes it's you sit there with a the guitar and you're playing around with chords and something comes. Yeah. Yeah. 99.9% .9 of the time, I've heard somebody say something or it's the way somebody said something. Then you kind of twist that and you make it into something. Uh, more, more than not, it's, it's I've heard something from somebody. Uh, all cranked up is 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 a prime example. I was having break with my buddy at, at the one at the welding job, the last weld job I had, mm -hmm. and he was at one time a truck driver. Now he wasn't just any truck driver; he pulled cows. And anybody who knows anybody who knows anybody knows these guys are straight up outlaws. And he was, honest to God, an outlaw. Yeah. We're coming in from break, and he says, you know, and he's telling me all these stories of what he did and this and that. And he said, you know, he says, I know where that black dog lives out there. Oh. I thought, That's cool. That's a cool phrase. Well, I didn't like the lives part, you know, so I put where the black dog plays. Uh -huh. That's that's where that came from. And that's, that's the whole – and I took – his experiences and I took some artistic advantages and, and I told him, I wrote it all out. I signed it, dated it. I give the paper to him that I wrote it on because uh -huh. I write the paper and I says, this is your song, man. I says, this is the original copy of what I wrote down. And I says, it's, it's your, it's your life at one time. And I says, uh -huh. does it all match up what he did? Not really. But it's it is it's his song. I give him every time I play it. I always give him credit for it on every show, wherever it is. I didn't yeah. on the video just because, or when we did the audio, uh, didn't. But 
it's always every time I perform it live, I give the credit to him. And what was it originally called? It was originally called Black Dog, but I had to change it when I started really started getting into it and posting it and stuff because Led Zeppelin has Black Dog, right? Right. So to to keep me from having to pay end up paying a bunch of royalties to people who don't really need it, yeah. I changed. <laughs> It's the one line in there is all cranked up. Uh, and so I, I just changed it to that. So yeah. it's funny. Cause then I tell this story a lot here on the podcast, but I'll get, uh, people will submit their songs to me and I'll look at the titles and I'll say, Oh, and like in this case you didn't, but if you sent me black dog, I would have immediately thought they're, it's, they're covering the Zeppelin song. And then I yeah. hear something that's entirely different from that. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> and, and half the time the artists are like, well, I didn't know there was a song called, you know, Black Dog or, you know, All Shook Up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the first song of yours we're going to listen to is All Cranked Up. So, Todd, Todd Guthrie, our guest here from Aurora, Nebraska, his first song. Now, typically our artists give us three because you're just delving into this. You've got two. So we're going to just do the two today. Um, and then I guess we're going to have to have you back in a year or two to do three new ones. Okay. I I would I would love that. Okay, but for right now, we'll do your first of the two, and this one is, like we were just talking, the song is called All Cranked Up. Okay. They call me out loud. And that's not all, some of those names I won't say I'm a renegade, I've been up for days If I ain't running, I ain't paid I'm kinda glad to sit in this cab Watching the world go by Ah, but there's been nights with no moonlight I've seen where the black dog plays Cause I'm all cranked up Yeah, I'm freaking Superman Gonna turn burn, baby. Gonna fly across this land. Carton of Marlboro Reds on my sleeper bed. Starting the third pack today. Yeah, coffee and crank. I got diesel and tank. Pedals on the floor. Cause I'm all cranked up. Yeah, I'm. Freaking Superman, gonna turn burn, baby. Gonna fly across this land. There's gonna come a day when I gotta pay. Right now, I just don't care. Ah, it's 2 a.m. and I'm on the road again. Gonna find that black dog again. Cause I'm all cranked up, yeah I'm freaking Superman Gonna turn burn baby, gonna fly across this land They call me outlaw, and that's not all Some of those names I won't say I'm a renegade, I've been up for days If I ain't running man, I ain't paid Cause I'm all cranked up, yeah I'm 
freaking Superman. Gonna turn burn, baby. Gonna fly across this land. All cranked up. All cranked up with Todd Guthrie here on the Music of America podcast from Aurora, Nebraska. I'm your host, Tom Pollard here. Founded back in 1999, Jazz Generation is a jazz education and performance initiative that creates playing opportunities for children and adults in the New York area through three different programs. Keyed up, the Standard Youth Orchestra, or the Jazz Standard Youth Orchestra, is a performance-driven program that gives talented and dedicated young jazz musicians the opportunity to perform every Sunday, often with a guest artist from the New York jazz scene. Keyed Up is their most recent program. It started in 2014 by rescuing pianos destined for the dumpster. Well, they position these pianos into small local venues known for their hospitality. A mom-and-pop coffee shop, for example, a library, a bookstore, someplace like that. Then they ask the venue to chip in what they can to pay for the talent. Then Jazz Generation covers the difference. It's a way to help promote jazz in the New York City area. And if you're a big supporter of jazz, as am I, please check them out, jazzgeneration.org or jazzgeneration.com. There's a link on the Music of America podcast. You can find them. Just click on that link and uh, give generously. It's tax season. <laughs> Did you ever delve into jazz, Todd? Actually, I love Chuck Mangione. Yeah? This yeah. one of my favorites. A little bit. Uh it, I, I like it. I wish I could. I wish I could play that bit to play it. One of my guitar but buddies I, calls jazz the the wrong note at the wrong time signature at the wrong place. Yeah, I could see that. Totally see that. And then there's a there's a Tom Cruise movie where he's a hitman, and he's got to put a hit on this jazz musician, and he calls jazz the music. The music is the music between the notes. Oh, there you now, go. That's like that. real clever. I like that a lot. That that and I do up in Vermont. That's why I'm in Vermont in the summertime. Uh, yeah. And there's a big jazz festival every year up there. Since I've been going, or since I've lived up there, we go to this jazz festival. And it's cut down from like ten days to four days, but it's still, I I I, I just love it because it's such an interesting work of art, and it's pure Americana. It came from oh. here, you know. Yeah. And I've found myself, I cannot play jazz, period. I can't even pretend to play jazz. And, yeah. and another thing, I can't listen to jazz really on the radio. I can have it on in the background, but if I sat down to try and listen to jazz, it doesn't do it for me. But I can sit there and watch jazz musicians for hours. Because watching what they do and watching how they time each other, watching how they, their, their body language, you know, how somebody knows it's time to come in, how somebody knows it's time to get out. And yeah. how they do that and make it flow so tightly. I'm amazed by that. So what do you do as a musician now? Because you're doing this full-time music. Do you play out a lot? Do you do a lot of open mic nights? You did mention open mic. I I do once a month here lately. Once a month, uh, I do an open mic up in Grand Island. Now, Grand Island is like is like 20 miles from Aurora, okay. Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do that. There's some buddies and I have been actually playing open mics for, I believe this is our ninth year of playing together. Uh -huh. Get together, we cut up, we have a beer, we play for the people. And I, I do that one. I do catch occasional other 
open mics here and there, but that's the that's the main one. I do it because it's friends, because we're old friends. Right. And uh, but also, not that being said, I have been doing, I've been opening uh, for Dale Barnes in Virginia, Nebraska, which is really a wide spot in the road. And he's done this concert series for the last few years. And he brings in like four acts, uh, four acts a summer. And I go in there and I open for him. Oh, and that's fun. I, and I've done, I've done other things for him too. I mean, if he's needed something, I, I told him, man, you need something, call me. That's it. And he's always, you know, he, one time he called me on a Friday he said, or he texted me on a Friday. He says, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" I said, "Well, I have nothing. I got every." I'm, I said, "I'm open." He says, "Good." He says, "Can you come down and open for me?" I said, "Absolutely." <laughs> so he went down there and opened for I forget for who it was, and but I also got a couple bands here, uh, yeah. Hall County, Hall in, in the Nebraska area, Hall County Incident, uh, real good friends. Uh, we actually met a couple of players there. We met at open mics. Uh, Working on getting to doing stuff with a band called Higher Yields, and I've and I've worked with some through Dale Barnes. I've worked with some, uh, I guess you call them independent artists as opposed to you know, you know the, the corporate type people. Yep. Uh, Clint Park, Addison Johnson, Nick Dittmeyer, and the Sawdusters. That's the three that come off the top of my head that I've been able to to meet and, and open for it's been, it's been really cool to meet some of these class acts, really class acts. Your music is all live. You're not doing studio work, are you? No, no, no. Any plans going into a studio record, uh, an EP or maybe a full length album? I was, yes, I, I need, I need to do that. I need to do that. I've, I've just been working on, I I have the music. I just got to find a place and a time and a, uh, to to do the recording. I yeah. have everything to record myself, and my, I think my next big step is to get into that recording and uh, working on the mix bit, which is going to take a little bit. But you know, all I got is time. Well, that's just it. I I when I first started this up, I had. My electrician is also a good friend of my daughter and son-in-law's, and he's a, a music major, was a music major in college. So he's in sound production, and I asked him to put this together for me, do the production, be my you know, my producer. And he said, sure. And then he found out what all it took, and it takes a lot of time. So I said, well, yeah. I'll just do it myself. But I had to learn. There was quite a learning curve. If you listen to my my shows now and listen to them like the first few that I recorded, you're like, yikes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. But you do learn. I, and that's my goal with my studio. I have that I'm building here in Missouri. I want to have that set up to where I can just go in and maybe today I just want to lay down a bass track, you know, mm -hmm. or maybe I want to have my brother come in and lay down the bass track, you know, or have yeah. this guy or this gal come in, have somebody play keyboards, have somebody play saxophone on this song, but not on this one, you know, that kind of thing. That's, sure. that's what I want to do, because I'm, I'm just going to add another 24 hours to the day. That way I have yeah. the time to do this and that. <laughs> yeah. So your next song that we're going to listen to, Soft Place to Fall. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's such an image, and I had a woman on from Montana, I think it was last week, Elena, Ilana Hayden, who had a song 
uh, I'm here if you fall or something like that along the same lines. Not, yeah. I'm not here to catch you. I'm here. Fall on me kind of a thing. Like, I like that. And, and that's the same place, same image I have from your place. I'll be the soft place to fall. If you're going to crash, if you're going to have issues, you're going to have problems, you need someone, fall on me. Don't lean on me. Fall on me because I'll be the soft yeah. place to fall. Is that, Absolutely. is that it? Well, that is basically, I, I run across that same, that, that line, soft place to fall. I don't know where. I had read that somewhere and it kind of, a lot of things, I don't know about you, but there's every once in a while you get one of those lines that sticks in your head. Yeah. And uh, I had this, I had this wonderful woman walk into my life here not too long ago. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Jane has been so supportive of what I do. And we have such a fantastic relationship. And I, re I wrote it for her. And That's it sweet. basically, you know, it goes, it talks about, I'm just a musician and, and how she's helped me out and uh, all that. And it's just, uh, you know, the last little bits about, you know, to, to grow old with me, the best is yet to be kind of a, kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's what it's, it's just about, it's about us. It's about her kind of pulling me out of the, out of the muck and the mire. Not that I was deep into it. Right. But, you know, we, we all go through as musicians, we all go through times and, um, a lot of lonely nights. I mean, as far as driving and gigs, and you know, yeah. even though you're up there, even though you're up there uh, having fun and playing music, and people are really getting into it, you know, at the end of the day, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's lonely, and sometimes you just need a soft place to fall. And I'm blessed to have her in my life to have my soft place to fall. That's so cool. That's such a cool testimony and such a gift to be able to give to her. That's awesome, man. Well, the song is Soft Place to Fall. Our guest, Todd Guthrie from Aurora, Nebraska. We'll give it a listen to it. We'll give a listen to it now here on the Music of America podcast. I didn't need that. Soft place to fall Right there Right there in your arms You know I was tired That's all uh, You give me a Soft place to fall Will you found me yeah, a little broke down Fixed me up and Give me rest Well, you know That I'm an old musician You pushed me To be my best You give me a soft place to fall Right there, right there in your arms Ah, you knew I was tired, that's all 
Yeah, you give me a soft place to fall It's been a lot of years Cried a lot of tears Looking for you Everywhere I stuck in the slow lane Stuck in the hard rain You pulled me out of that mess You give me a soft place to fall Right there, right there in your arms You know I'm tired, that's all You give me a soft place to fall Well, the weather's changed From bad to really good I tell you, I'm a real happy man Ah, now we sit here Sipping on a cold beer Watching those old seasons change You give me a soft place to fall Right there, right there in your arms Ah, you knew I was tired, that's all Yeah, you give me a song, please to fall Ooh, time does come Time does go I walk with you, hand in hand I would you please The best is yet to be You give me a soft place to fall Right there, right there in your arms Ah, you knew I was tired, that's all Yeah, you give me a soft place to fall Give me a soft place to fall Right there, right there in your arms Ah, you knew I was tired, that's all Ah, you give me a soft place to fall Yeah, you give me a soft place to fall Soft place to fall That's Todd Guthrie, A Soft Place to Fall, our guest here on the Music of America podcast. The last segment of the show we call Shameless Self-Promotion. We'll get to that after I talk to you about River Ridge Farms in Vermont. It's Vermont's recreation lover's dream, gorgeous vacation rental nestled in the Green Mountains of Vermont. River Ridge Farms is an escape to everything wonderful Vermont has to offer. This historic farmhouse is set atop 16 acres of fields with mountainous views, a pasture, a pond, tree-lined river frontage. Go and enjoy this beautiful spot right in the heart of the Green Mountain State. 
along with the multiple nearby ski and mountain resorts and breweries and hiking trails and biking trails and other tourist activities, this spot is unique also due to its multiple mountain views and the resident farm animals. Talk to the owner and the host, Diana, about petting the farm animals. There's this whole interaction you can do with the farm animals, cows, pigs, chickens, whatever, or just do a, or just do a farm stay in the comfortable modern farmhouse which sleeps 11 guests comfortably, enough space there to throw events such as like retirement parties, New Year's Eve parties like we just had or whatever, or just relax and rejuvenate in the beautiful Vermont landscape. Check them out, River Ridge Farms. If you type in River Ridge Farms anywhere, you're going to get a thousand some odd hits because there are lots of Airbnbs and, and resorts and whatnot that are on a river, on a ridge, on a farm. So River Ridge Farm is pretty common name for a place like this. So what you need to do is book them through River Ridge Farms Jeffersonville. You can get that through Airbnb or find them on Facebook. River Ridge Farms Jeffersonville, Vermont's recreation lover's dream. So Todd, the last section of the show we call Shameless Self-Promotion. And that's awesome. exactly what it is. It's like anything that we can do to help promote you, help support you, get your music, buy your T-shirts, go see your shows, anything that's coming up in 2024 you want to talk about, let's hear all of that. Okay. I I am slowly trudging through social media, and I, I'm not the best at it, but Facebook is Todd Guthrie. You can find me at Todd Guthrie Music. Um, TikTok, I do, I post a lot there because it's, it's easier and you actually, the, it just, for me, it seems like there's just a lot more interaction as opposed to Facebook right now. Uh, Todd, Todd Guthrie music on TikTok. Uh, I've started Instagram and that's Todd Guthrie zero zero on there. I'm slowly putting stuff on there and something else new is YouTube. And uh, Todd Guthrie on you on the YouTube, and you can find me there. Uh, I always post on, on all that stuff. Try to post on all that stuff, stuff that's coming up, mm -hmm. stuff that I'm doing. Um, I will be obviously put this going to put this out there that this going to be on the podcast. I've told several people that I'm going to be on it, uh -huh. so this will the podcast information will be out there and the whole bit. So any that's, des that's any desire, Dot? Any desire down the road, maybe to uh, do your own music video, not posting a song on YouTube, but actually doing a music video. Absolutely, I think that would be cool. That would, would be I fun. mean, that would be a, that would be a lot of fun. I would, I would totally, I could totally get into that. Out of the two songs we heard today, which one would you want to do a video of first? Probably "Soft Place to Fall." That would be. I think, I think can, that's got the most. That's got the most appeal. Yeah, and the imagery that you can come up with there to enhance this testimony to 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 your woman friend. That's really cool. Yes. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Well, happy New Year, my friend, and good luck to you. And stay in touch because I'll I'll probably end up on my way to Montana, another state that I have to go to eventually. I'll probably have to go through Nebraska. Because I want to meet you guys. There's a half a dozen people I've already met in Nebraska that have all said, come by, come by, come by. Absolutely. I mean, again, I'm retired. So whatever, whenever, wherever, I will make it work. <laughs> it sounds great. Todd, thank you. And uh, we'll stay in touch. Okay.
Thank you, sir. Thank you. Todd Guthrie, our guest today on the Music of America podcast. Up next, join us tomorrow. This is really, really interesting. A djembe percussionist from Grand Rapids named Kieran Woods. A djembe percussion. A djembe percussionist from Grand Rapids. His name, Kieran Wood. Join us tomorrow on the Music of America podcast. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.